Welcome back to another episode of the Property Experience Podcast with Anna Porter and Nick Barlow. This podcast will take you behind the curtain of the property market nationwide. Welcome back to the Property Experience Podcast with Nick Barlow and Anna Porter. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Nick. How are you? Good, good. We've uh, changed it up today. I'm asking the questions. You're answering them. Um, Today, we're doing a property market overview across Australia. And uh, the first question I've got for you today is, where are you seeing a tapering of prices around the country? And... Is there a lack of demand that's creating opportunity for buyers at the moment? Yeah, great question and one I get asked a lot. So uh, there is some markets that are already seeing a bit of a tapering um, in, in levels of interest, in buyer activity, and consequently, therefore, price. Uh, the, the ones that stand out the most is we're seeing a bit of it across Brisbane pretty, pretty quickly. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing it go from two months ago, you'd have 90, 70, groups through or people through high quality properties, even 20 or 30 groups through the stuff that's a bit more basic, um, you know, entry level properties and multiple offers on a Saturday, Sunday, properties selling on the front lawn. Now it'll be three or four groups through and it's taking, you know, a couple of months to sell, you know, four, eight weeks or longer to sell properties. So real changing gear there, a um, bit of a lack of demand from buyers. And I don't think it's anything other than just a bit of fear and it'll, it'll pass, but there's a real nervousness in that market right now. Um, and that is impacting pricing if people have to sell. If you don't have to sell, you can probably hold through it a bit, but if you have to sell, the only way to start to counteract that nervousness is to play with the pricing. Um, Sydney in particular, um, Melbourne as well, we're seeing a bit of down, um, downward trend in pricing, downward trend in auction clearance rates. So, you know, what, what's happening there again is buyers are a bit nervous. You've got very big price points to jump over. So that means that, that you know, again, vendors who have to move a property quickly, move it with price. So, yeah, and then when a few move with price, the others have to come and meet that market. So we are certainly seeing a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a pullback there. It's not um, falling off cliff, but the people have got to get their price right or they're not going to sell. So people who um, have the choice between moving um, and not um, might, might just sit tight for a bit. Yeah, uh, correct. And if you want, if you need extra space or you need to re- relocate, then they're the people that are coming through the open houses. Absolutely, absolutely. You are getting more serious buyers rather than yep. everyone. Um, and, and I suppose, what is that an opportunity to, to get to the second part of your question? Look, um, for investors that have a long-term view, yes, because there could be a bit more downward trend or plateauing um, in these markets for a while. So investors need to consider, do I want to buy an asset that may go backwards before it goes forward? So you have to take a long-term view. But yeah, less buyer competition means you're getting better buying power, you have more choice. The real winners in this are first-time buyers. You know, ones trying to get into the market that have been really priced out and and the competition levels have been too high for the last couple of years, they're the winners that really should be, you know, if you've been a first-time buyer that's really struggled to get in the market and you may be giving up hope a little bit, get back in there, re-engage, now is the best opportunity. Well, the thing is about time in the property market is you only know you're at the bottom or the top once you've been there. Yeah, correct. No, no one rings a bell and says we're there today. Correct. Uh, it's always uh, retrospect. Yep. Um, so the next question is, uh, where, what markets do you see as um, that are going to push through the current economic conditions? Yeah, so we have a rising inflation scenario, a rising construction cost, and a rising interest rate environment. So, yeah, things are a little bit, mm, 
um, unsettled at the moment. There's a bit of volatility. Uh, property markets get affected by all of those three things independently and cumulatively. Uh, there are a couple of markets that are best prepared or set up for this and probably the one that I like the most is Adelaide. And I've been saying it for years, it's not a new story coming out of my mouth, but I, I will reiterate it. Adelaide has not had any negative pricing in the last you know, quarter or six months, whereas every other market has had a bit of negative um, you know, in the last month or quarter, um, with the exception of Perth, but Adelaide still had growth, which is really interesting. And that's still got a lot of buyer demand occurring. Instead of selling a property in two days, it might take a week or two, but that's still really quick. <laughs> which is not a long time. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, you know, you're still getting multiple offers, 20, 30, 40 groups through properties. You're still getting unconditional offers on the table. Uh, are you getting that extra 40 or 50,000 on a property? Maybe not, but you're still getting the extra 10 or 20. You know, properties are still selling above listing prices and expectation. Why is that occurring? You've still got a real lack of stock compared, compared to demand a huge um, infrastructure blueprint, um, strong economic drivers, and a lot of employment, migration, and population growth. Throwing all those things into that market, they're very actively stepping up and counteracting the negative things in the economy. And it's really, at the moment, keeping that buoyancy. And I think it's best position to push through it. So, but Adelaide, you've been buying in for the last couple of years anyway. Yeah. Um, what, where are you seeing new opportunities emerging? Yeah, so our favourite at the moment for new opportunities is Perth. Perth hasn't had as much price growth in the last, you know, two years of the markets. The other markets have had double digits, 20s and 30s percent growth year on year. Adelaide, uh, sorry, not Adelaide, um, oh. Perth, contrary to that, skipping around the country too quickly, Perth has only had about five and a half, six percent last year um, on average, purely as a reflection of the fact that they had the most significant border lockdown anywhere, I think, mm -hmm. well, I'd say in the country, some would say in the world. Um, the People's Republic of Perth really felt it through COVID. So what that looks like is um, a, a, a more stagnant growth profile, but there's still um, new employment, new infrastructure, and migration starting to re-emerge in Perth. And I think with those things on the table, Perth will play catch up now. So I think that's where the new opportunities really start to sit. Fantastic. Well, that's all the questions I had for you today. Thanks, Anna. You're welcome, Nick. Thanks for having me. See you next time. <laughs> Thanks. I would love to welcome our special guest, Jordan, from Cohen Handler today. Uh, he is an expert in the Brisbane and Queensland markets, and I have some questions for you, Jordan. I would uh, in particular love to know what you're seeing on the ground in Brisbane. Is the market starting to cool a bit, and what does that mean for sellers and buyers alike? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. As buyers agents in the current market, we're responsible for sourcing properties for a varied range of clients, investors, primary residence buyers, developers, and commercial owner-occupiers, investors and developers also. We saw at the end of last year, there were quite a few buyers in the market that thought, let's wait and see what pans out. There was fears of interest rate increases, fear of the war. There was a lot of supply chain, supply chain issues even before the war. So we just saw a lot of uncertainty. That also created the sellers to think, oh, is now a good time that I've just made X amount of money over the last few years in growth to sell my property. And that combination of buy thought process and seller process has softened the market in the last nine months. But fortunately, within that time period, we've gained a lot of certainty 
we now know what direction the interest rates are going and why they're going there. We've got CBA locking in their rate for five years at 4.99%. So they're taking a multi-billion dollar bet that they're not going to go a lot higher than that in the next five years, which is really reassuring for buyers. And that's why we've started to see many buyers in the last two months re-enter the market that did put their search on hold. That's good news for buyers in a sense that it brings confidence. It brings confidence that you can buy a property today and you know that you will be getting continued growth over the next three years. But it also brings really good confidence to sellers that there are, this spring will be more buyers in the market than there were at Easter time. So I think that's reassuring whether you're buying or you're selling. Now, when we're looking at this Brisbane market, we're seeing a bit of a change in gear there in some pockets. Are there any parts of Queensland that you think are still really strong or areas that buyers should be focusing on, especially first home buyers? You know, where, where should they be putting their attention to to get in and get that really good buy? Yeah, that's a really good question. For where there's opportunity for buyers, it's definitely in the renovator space, properties that need renovation or need work, even as far as, as knockdowns. The reason why there's opportunity in that space is building prices have increased significantly 20, 30, 40% in some instances since two years ago, but also wait times have extended dramatically. You know, we're seeing some builds take 50% longer than normal. And therefore, it's a pretty scary time for a buyer to purchase a property with the intention of renovating or developing. And as such, if any buyers in the market can afford to hold that property for six to 12, maybe even 24 months before doing the work, they're gonna A, take advantage of a soft renovator market in acquisition price, and then B, reap the rewards of that in 18 months, two years time when they do the work, because by then supply chains will have eased, um, the, the builders in the market will have sorted out their current timeline constraints and there'll be new builders in the market and therefore you will be building at a, at a cheaper rate at that time and it will take a lot less time to complete the project. So that's where we see a lot of opportunity right now. Um, the markets that's strong you mentioned is the inverse of that, the properties that are already renovated or newer builds. Those properties are selling at high premiums right now because of the fear of doing the work yourself as a, as a primary residence buyer. So we're seeing finished livable products selling at a significant premium from where it was even six, six to nine months ago when some might say the market was stronger back then. That's in Queensland. Obviously, it depends on the location that the first home buyer is looking. Some first home buyers are looking at um, maybe 25 cases from CBD and, and therefore they're targeting those house and land package suburbs. And because some of those larger project builders are struggling, you can pick up land cheaper than what you could a little while ago. But where we're seeing really good strength at the moment for our first home buyers is in inner city apartments. That market is fantastic. You know, there is so much rental demand that we're seeing in our rental, in our rent roll at the moment, where we're having 30 to 40 people inspecting rental properties on a Saturday for a $500 per week apartment in Ascot, for instance. And there might be 15 applications on that property at the end of the inspection. We're seeing people leaving that rental pool to become buyers. 
and that's creating great strength in the unit market that I genuinely believe will continue over the next 24 months. So I think it's a great time for a first home buyer to be considering an in-city apartment. Lastly, Jordan, if someone is looking at buying in the Brisbane market and they're thinking about investing in particular, what's a good price point to be going in at? What would you recommend is the sort of budget they should be shopping at to get the best quality asset that's going to set them up for their portfolio? I think for residential investing in Brisbane, 500000 to a million dollars is a really good price point that could afford you a freestanding house in most suburbs. And therefore, I think that's a really fantastic price point to be. And of course, there's some suburb new farm asphalt that they not, might not necessarily be achievable, but there are some fantastic suburbs within a 10 kilometer radius where you can buy a house in that price point. If you want something renovated and you want a high rental yield from the property as an investor and you want a house, then if you looked even to 15 kilometers from the CBD, you can get a really good house with a high rental yield in that price range. But similar advice that I give the first homeowners, buyers shouldn't be afraid of apartments. There is good capital growth in apartments. In apartments, We saw that in Sydney in 2016 to 2020. And, and of course, everywhere saw growth in, in COVID. And as Brisbane is coming into the housing shortage that we're in, we are going to see growth in the apartment market in the next few years. And therefore, if you're an investor, take advantage of these 5 to 5.5% yields we're seeing in the inner city apartment market and consider buying an apartment. And for an apartment, you could be spending anything from 300000 to 600000 in the city of Brisbane. Thank you for joining us on another episode of The Property Experience. Stay tuned for more great content.